Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Good morning, Maranatha family. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray for everyone and for those who are seeking for a new employment, for a new job, for their new business. And in case you don't know, Kuya Buddy and Ate Monette reiterated last Friday the news about the number of jobless people in the country that has recently reached to 10 million people. And I think there's more to that because they have not counted the pastors and the church workers. <laughs> 10 million jobless people in three to four months quarantine? So what's next? What's the effect if the masses go hungry? So please engage in prayer. We have a 24-7 prayer group uh, managed by uh, Atitata and we have also prayer meetings online scheduled Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. But you need to join our Maranatha Family Church Davao group. Okay, that's on Facebook. Um, our country needs supernatural intervention or a visitation from the Lord. So pray. Pray for wisdom and provision. Pray for peace and order. Pray for revival. And my favorite, pray for a great awakening. We want to see people come to Jesus. Amen? Now today, because of the current events, I'd like to talk about the last days. So, what are my thoughts about the last days? There's so many events tied around the, the, the coming of our Lord. But the day and the hour of Jesus' return, no one knows. Not even the angels. Not even Jesus Himself. But only the Heavenly Father. Okay? That's what the Bible says. But if we compare the present events with the end-time prophecies in the Bible, we realize that a lot of these prophecies have been fulfilled already. And for those who are all eyes following Israel, watching the news, following the present happenings in the Middle East and their surrounding nations, our hearts are filled with great expectations, anticipation to see the next event to fall into place. With that being said, I have things in mind that I want to share in the, in the church online and there are things that I prefer to share with the church on-site. And the overwhelming revelations concerning the last days 
because it is impossible to cover all of this in one to two or three segments so I thought of doing a series on the last days and I know that such topic is so profound so I'll do my best to make my presentation simple and easy to understand but but don't take my word for it I really encourage you to read it yourself read the end time prophecies in the Bible of course with the help of God the Holy Spirit so that you can truly follow and understand these things with your heart okay so these are the scriptures that we want you to read ahead okay this is your homework Jeremiah chapter 30 verses 1 to 11 number 2 Ezekiel chapter 36 to chapter 48 uh, number 3 Daniel chapter 1 to chapter 12 number 4 Matthew chapter 24 verses 1 to 51 number 5 uh, Mark chapter 13 verses 1 to 37 number 6 Luke chapter 21 verses 5 to 36 number 7 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 to 54 and number 8 1st uh, Thessalonians and 2nd Thessalonians and number 9 last but not the least number 9 uh, Revelation chapter 1 beginning from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 22 okay and <clears throat> and just to give you a heads up that later after this message after this program okay after my preaching we have a surprise for you so be sure to tune in to our Sunday live okay okay if you hear some dogs barking uh, there's nothing I can do about it so let's just don't mind them uh, let's just have our hearts and our mind focused on our topic today okay so our topic for today is about the last days part one this is about the moral decline and apostasy in the last days we expect moral decadence or moral failure and apostasy or falling away in the last days with the lockdowns and church gatherings prohibited and the spirit of lawlessness at work the Bible says in Matthew chapter 24 verse 12 and because lawlessness will increase the love of many people will grow cold what again the love of many people will grow cold I want Christians everywhere to check their zeal in the Lord make sure that the oil of your lamp is full not depleted make sure that you're seeking God 
communing with God the Holy Spirit every day because Matthew 24 12 okay we just read it so we expect that there will be greater lawlessness ahead in the future than than what we saw in the news okay so hate will increase and even in the Christian community if believers do not walk with God their love also will grow cold so I just hope okay family I hope that after this long consecutive quarantines that you still have the desire that you still have the fire in you to attend church to fellowship with the family of God because the church going through a long period of no church meetings can result to spiritual procrastination no malaay na ta di na taganahan mag church so maunay pagsulay this is also a test to us whether if we will continue to attend you know our big meetings or not but i know that many are not allowed to leave their homes under mgcq so or but just make sure that your intense love for god is alive and that it's still there okay now reality check i believe there are those who are getting stressed by the fact that they don't know what to expect after this pandemic and others or while others don't want to know anything because maybe they're scared so they just wait and see okay just wait and see and and they show no interest to read the apocalyptic uh, events in the bible okay because i challenge some in the internet and they're, they're hoping that everything will be back to normal but yet there are those who look beyond this time there are those who wanted to see what's ahead because because they have a hint they already have a hint where we are right now they have a hint where we are in the in the bible prophecy timeline so they are expecting the next event it the next events to unfold it's like opening a gift and you're excited to see what's inside the box okay is it is it a watch a phone a laptop or all of the above if you want to be part of that group the third group read the scriptures we gave you earlier okay that's your homework family so please be diligent get busy keep reading and enjoy right so first things first and before we jump to some future events let us first talk about issues of the heart related to the last days this is important because our goal okay listen up our goal 
for this series is to prepare you your heart to what's coming okay again our goal for doing this last day's series our goal for doing this series is to prepare you to what's coming so turn your Bibles now to 2nd Timothy chapter 3 and by the way it's important that you use a Bible version that you can easily understand all right uh, 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 to 5 but mark this there will be terrible times in the last days verse 2 people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy verse 3 without love unforgiving slanderous without self-control brutal not lovers of the good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with such people or from such turn away the last days are characterized by moral and spiritual decline let's have a closer look to see if they are true let's see if uh, they, they they exist in today's society okay verse 2 people will be lovers of themselves is this true today check it's true we Christians need to discern the times and our spiritual status are we like this do we love ourselves more than God if we evaluate the full content of our social media accounts how many posts are there about the Lord or for Jesus and how many posts are there about ourselves now if we apply ration proportion what's the verdict are we more selfish or selfless let me be more direct do you love God more than yourself or do you love yourself more than God if you say you love God more than yourself then do you have any proof to support your claim but don't worry I will throw a challenge later so just in case you need to amend your ways so you're you're given or you'll be given the, the chance to make things right with God okay so don't worry let's move on 
let's move to the next it says lovers of money or covetous in King James Version covetous there's nothing wrong with money money is not evil but the love of money is the root of all evil it's the love of money and there are those whose hearts are fixed in enriching themselves for themselves they have been turned away from the faith they they, they fell because they lost their vision to faithfully follow Jesus they followed money instead of following Jesus now if you want a biblical reference to that point read uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 so we encourage you we encourage you to to get a job or start your own business and may the Lord grant you success if the Lord will bless you with millions and billions of dollars why not the Bible says and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work that's second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 so there is a purpose for having plenty okay but but stay away from the love of money money is not God God is eternal money is not our love for God must always be number one so that we don't fall to the trap of loving money um, Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 you cannot serve God and money so love God not money serve God not money be devoted to God not to money okay don't love money use money God is your master and money is your slave okay not the other way around okay so next how about boasting check how about pride or prideful people do we see prideful people today it's everywhere so it's check how about abuse or abusive or verbal abuse in the King James Version the specific word for this is blasphemers question do we see people today expressing disrespect for God yes yes so it's check again they even produced ridiculous movies about a homosexual Jesus and unless they humble themselves and repent from their sin they will get what they deserve one day because the one 
that they made fun of will one day will one day soon descend from the sky with his mighty power mighty and awesome power and he will claim what is his and surely justice will be served okay so be careful therefore with your words with the words that comes out of your mouth because by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned okay that's what the bible says that's in matthew chapter 12 verses 36 to 37 so watch your words okay next how about this one disobedient uh, to their parents check ungrateful check unholy check all of these misbehaviors are a reality for today okay let's move to verse 3 without love or in King James Version with without natural affection now this could mean no affection for the family members or their affection to the opposite sex is not normal but either ways is not good it does not fit in God's perfect plan and design okay so next unforgiving what do you think there's no need to explain this one let's just say it's check um, slanderous or false accusers check uh, without self-control or being unruly check brutal this is marked by violent emotion or aggression so it's fierce in King James so it's check um, not lovers of good or despisers of those that are good so what do you think it's check again there's so many defiant people in the world right now so that's why it's check okay verse 4 treacherous or another word for this is betrayers or double crosser or two-timer so it's check next rush or reckless it's check this is characterized uh, by a defiant uh, by a defiant who who does things without thinking they do things without thinking and they do not care about the consequences for their actions like the people we saw looting and burning business establishments so what about this one rush or reckless it's check right next conceited or the modern term for this is egocentric or having an exaggerated sense of self importance this is check and their only hope is when they 
if when they fully surrender to the Holy Spirit and cooperate to the Holy Spirit for unless they surrender to the Holy Spirit they will continue to be toxic to other people okay next lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God let's say um, if people are given the choice between prayer meetings or parties oh, let's say we give them the choice which which or where they want to go would they go to would they choose to go to a prayer meeting or would they choose to to attend parties we know which one they will choose right so this lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God is check all right let's check again okay lastly verse 5 having a form of godliness but denying its power this is check most religion today possess an outward uh, form of religiosity they have words they have the attire they have the perfect looks with all the colors they have the symbolisms rituals but no power no life no anointing in their services no presence of the holy spirit they look spiritual and the outward but inwardly they lack spiritual power the spiritual power that they need they lack it why because they deny the power which is the spirit of christ the do the jews during those days until today deny jesus okay not all not all but in general they still deny the one they still deny Yeshua who could bring in who or who could usher in the life transforming power into their lives but soon it will come in the last revival okay in Israel so if you who are watching our program for the first time I would like to emphasize this to make emphasis that the moral failure we just discussed are a result of sin and the absence of the Holy Spirit in their lives the Bible says we're all sinners and the payment for sin is death so if you die today no matter what religion you are associated to you will surely not get to heaven you will surely go to hell because of sin and that's the bad news for as a sinner we cannot save ourselves the payment for sin is our own lives as a sinner you cannot save yourself the payment for your sin is your life what about good works what about religion you say I'm a religious person well 
you can practice all the religious rituals you know or you want and still not have the power of the Holy Spirit if you claim to be a religious person but still live in sin that means your religion is worthless that means your religion is dead religion is all about good works that's it but no power to live or to make you live a holy life there is only one power on earth that can deliver you from a sinful life there's only one power on earth that can deliver you from a sinful living he is the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Christ as I invite you to come may the good Lord regenerate your spirit may your spirit come alive right now so that you will understand the message of the gospel let me read to you John chapter 3 verse 7 you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again that's coming from our Lord and Savior Jesus you must be born again okay Romans 10 chapter 9 to 13 if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved verse 10 for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess or confess your faith and are saved verse 11 as scripture says anyone who believes in him in Jesus will never be put to shame for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile the same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him who call on his name verse 13 for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be safe do you want to go to heaven when you die do you want to be with Jesus if yes please pray after me or repeat what I say in prayer say father in heaven I pray in the name of your son Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus today I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior Amen
if you prayed that prayer with all your heart you just made Jesus your Lord and Savior and that's good your life right now is in good hands it's in the hands of the Lord and your sins are forgiven and cleansed by Jesus blood or, or by the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross 2,000 years ago so you are a new person a new creation in Christ today is your spiritual birthday so rejoice and welcome to the family of God Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 says and you also were included okay you were included you're now part of the family you were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth the gospel of your salvation when you believe you were marked in him with a seal the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 to 14 so when you believe you were marked with a seal the Holy Spirit who is a deposit okay a deposit guaranteeing our salvation so rejoice and since you are now a vessel of the Holy Spirit I encourage you to commune with him every day commune fellowship with the Holy Spirit read the Bible pray every day worship Jesus worship the Lord or, or, or play praise and worship songs uh, I know uh, I know that this is all new to you but here's my suggestion connect with us okay write us uh, send us a personal message so that we can help you so that we can help you through the steps or we can help you in your spiritual journey with the Lord Jesus okay so God bless now here's the last passage for today's message first Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 to 3 the Spirit clearly says that in the later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron they forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth again the spirit clearly says that in the later times some shall depart from the faith or there shall be apostasy or falling away from faith Christians abandoning their faith deserting the gospel that they once believed or forsaking the Lord Jesus that they once 
followed. What we have here is a prophecy of the apostasy falling away in the later times which the Holy Spirit himself have spoken of as a thing to be expected. The question is why? Why would they do that? Why would they abandon their faith? Why would they abandon Christ? The answer is still in verse 1. It says, following deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So that's the reason. The fruit of demonic doctrines will always lead Christians away from Christ. Or any teaching that draws believers uh, away from Jesus is demonic. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. Okay? So if you're listening to some preacher or to someone or to some minister and that minister degrades Jesus and puts down Yeshua, okay? Then you know that this is not from God. So run for your lives. Because the true church will always draw you closer to Jesus. And remember that. The right church will always lead you closer to Jesus. Okay? Now regarding verse 3 that says, They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods. Notice the word order them. They order them or they order people. So these hypocritical liars are demanding, okay? They, they're controlling. Um, they will tell you to do something, but they don't practice because they're pretenders, okay? Professing honor to Christ and yet at the same time persecuting Bible or they persecute Bible-believing Christians. So am I saying they're against Christianity? Yeah? Yes, because they influence Christians to abandon their faith. Okay, that's 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. So I believe their teaching uh, on for forbidding people to marry and to order people to abstain from certain foods are based on uh, asceticism. Okay, asceticism, which is their strict standards of self-discipline and avoidance of all forms of indulgence typically for religious reasons it's not based on science it's not based on good health or health like when our doctor gives us instructions or advice on food uh, the foods that we need to avoid because of our physical ailment but theirs is based on a man-made religious regulations so so going back to the falling away from faith in the later times this should not surprise us friends because it was expressly foretold by the Holy Spirit this is not a prediction made by men 
but a divine revelation from the Holy Spirit who cannot lie. So, we expect that some believers can and will indeed turn away from faith. Take note, some, not all. One cannot depart from faith unless one has come to faith in Jesus first. I mean, you cannot go out of the house if you are already outside the house. Okay? You have to be, you have to be situated inside the house in order for you to go out of the house. Make sense? So, to depart from faith, to depart from the faith means they were once in faith or they were once of the faith. And by doing so, by abandoning their faith, they betray the Messiah. They betray the Lord Jesus Christ. Which is something I fear for those who will decide to unfollow Jesus later. And it is sad to see or think that some believers some church workers some church workers some ministers some pastors who were once zealous in the lord will choose to leave the flock will choose to leave the faith in the last days in fact some left the faith already and they went their way they started in the spirit and ended up in the flesh. And all you see and hear from them is about their success, achievements, about their acquired wealth. It's all about themselves and it's sad. But don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with, you know, becoming successful. There's nothing wrong with material blessings as long as it will not ruin our spiritual standing with the Lord and that's why it says there's a quote there's nothing more important than your eternal salvation family abandoning our faith is the same as abandoning Christ abandoning Jesus is a serious matter so please please do not take this lightly Abandoning your faith in Christ is betrayal and disloyalty to Christ. And it's not good. Do not break your promise to Jesus. Do not be unfaithful to Jesus. Stay committed, friends. Stay committed till the end. Those who will endure to the end shall be saved. That's what the Bible said. That's what Jesus said. Later, when we stand before God, our past lives will be reviewed and everything will be revealed. And I hope that you will not be one of them. You, you will not be one of those who will be found disloyal to Christ. So don't fall away. Don't break your covenant with Jesus. I beg you, I urge you, family,
be faithful and committed to the one who laid down his life for you don't be like John the Baptist who believed and then later doubted whether if Jesus is the Christ or not please don't do that and if you have been unfaithful to Christ in some ways today if you have betrayed Christ by connecting to other religious group that does not honor Jesus as God that does not honor Jesus as Lord and Savior if your heart is set to love the things of this world more than God I urge you I urge you repent and return to God sin is sin and God hates sin God loves you my friend and God wants you restored so repent and do the things you did at first return to your first love come home come home Jesus is your home there is no true success outside or apart from the will of God come home Jesus is your home today if you admit that you have somehow somehow you've drifted away from your first love and 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 you want your first love in Jesus restored may I invite you to pray this prayer please pray with me Lord Jesus thank you for loving me with an everlasting love I admit that I have not lived my life the way I should forgive me from taking you for granted forgive me for being self-centered forgive me for being complacent with my spiritual life I have been selfish I have been selfish rebellious ungrateful sinful in many ways I repent from all my mistakes and bad habits Lord forgive me I am hurting today but I choose to forgive all my offenders I forgive all the harsh words that they spoke about me that they spoke against me please come and heal the pain in my heart which only you can do grant me the grace to say no to ungodliness and deliver me from the schemes from the lies and the wiles from the wiles of the enemy and cleanse me with your precious blood Lord Jesus forgive me for not serving you with my whole heart 
I want to fall in love with you again, all over again. Help me, God, the Holy Spirit. Replace this heart of stone to a heart that follows after you. I choose this day to serve you, not the world. So grant me a fresh start, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. This I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. How are you now? Did you feel the joy of the Lord in your heart? The Bible says, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So, rejoice in the Lord and serve God again. Okay? Start over. until uh, Serve God until He takes us to Himself and see you at the finish line. Okay? Alright, so lift those hands, please. Lift those hands for the priestly blessing. And now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace, His shalom, both now and forevermore. And all of God's people say, Amen and Amen. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo God bless.